Hi, thank you for tuning into this short story episode of the Digital Nomad Stories podcast. Over the past months, I've interviewed a lot of digital nomads and I've learned so much from all of them. I wanted to highlight some of the key insights I got from all the interviews released so far. So I decided to release a 10 to 15 minute short story episode every Thursday, in addition to the full interviews that go live every Monday. All right, Nomads, I'm so excited to share this part of the interview with Sammy Reed Cleaver with you. I love this part of the interview because when I started or like when I thought about uh, living my life as a digital nomad and about the lifestyle, I kind of expected that I would just think about what I wanted to do. And then at some point I would have this light bulb moment and I would figure out what to do and then I would just do it and it would be a linear process. That was what I expected for some reason. That is not reality at all. Um, sometimes you have to take several stepping stones to figure out what you want to do, what you're good at, what works, and then you pivot and you pivot again. And then eventually you find out what you want to do. And then it takes a lot of work. And I think it's also kind of a never ending discovery process because what you like doing now, maybe it's different. Maybe you I mean, hopefully you also grow as a person and your preferences might change as well. So in this part of the interview that I had with Sammy Reed Cleaver, she walks us through all the different stepping stones that she went through to figure out what she wanted to do exactly in life as a digital nomad. And I thought it was really, really insightful to hear that from her. Also, fun fact, the full episode that Sammy and I recorded together is actually the most listened podcast episode ever on this podcast. So that is really, really interesting. Um, so I hope you like this part of the interview. You can also click the link in the show notes if you want to hear the full interview. So enjoy. I have so many questions, Sammy. But first of all, <laughs> let's get into... How were these transitions for you? Because what I love about your story is that not not just like, okay, I wanted to go um, live in Thailand and work remotely. So I just, I don't know, like next day I found my passion. Next day it was a successful business. No, it went, it was really like a, sounds like more like a, a process of figuring out what you wanted to do and then changing that, pivoting again. And I think that that is so important to know that that is also how people find their business idea that they really love. And it's not just like one day to the next light bulb goes on and that's it, um, because that's usually not reality. Uh, so I'm super curious, how were these transitions for you from teaching to freelance work and then from freelance work to coaching? Yeah, that's that's a great point, because I feel like a lot of people, especially the clients that I work with as well, they they feel like they have to find their purpose straight away. They have to know what is meant for them straight away. And it, and I was the same. I was in the same boat where I was just on this constant quest of finding that one thing that is meant for me. And sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes it even holds us back to actually moving forward and progressing. And I feel like a lot of people need to know that there are stepping stones sometimes. And it might not make sense at the time, but eventually it will. And we need to go through these stepping stones in order to get to where we need to be. So if I talk about kind of my transition journeys, I'd like to start back when I was in Wales. 
And I was actually in a career, I studied criminology, funnily enough. I studied criminology and I went into uh, education welfare. So it's working with like kind of social work, child protection style uh, work. And I loved it. Like I'm not one of those people that hated my job and I wanted something else. I loved my job, really did. But I didn't love my life. And this was a constant battle for about two years where I loved my career, but my life was just not on that level. Um, and I just knew that Wales was not the place for me. It's, it's uh, my, ho my hometown, but it's just not my place. And I knew that deep down inside, I knew that wasn't my place. And I knew that there was more for me, that something was out there waiting for me. So I kind of went back and forth for about two years trying to figure out what it was. Um, and it was quite torturous, actually, because I loved my career, but I knew it wasn't long term. And I was trying to find something that was actually similar to my career, uh, but something that could give me the lifestyle that I wanted. And in between, I traveled a lot and I was doing a lot of self-discovery work and really trying to figure out what my life looked like. And I just couldn't get there. I just could not get there. And eventually I was like, enough is enough. I can't keep spinning these wheels and not getting anywhere. I feel like I just need to do something, focus on one thing and move, <laughs> just move forward yeah. and with that one thing. I feel like sometimes you cannot think yourself out of it anymore. You just have to <laughs> yeah. try something yeah. and then see what happens, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people get stuck in this this space of I don't know what I want to do so I'm just going to stay here until I figure that out sometimes you have to do in order to know and I always think I always use the analogy of like a train like it's very difficult to move a stagnant train very difficult to know where that train is going when it's stagnant but if you get if you just get the train moving it's very it's easier to pivot and move in trains so if you're not sure of what you're supposed to be doing in this life or what you want to do Work-wise, just start with something and try it out. It may, you know, it may come to you and think, oh, well, that's not for me or, oh, that is for me, you know? So I just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to, I know what my main goal is, and that is to get out of Thai, uh, Wales um, and move somewhere amazing like Thailand. I was like, okay, I'll just teach. I'll just teach for a bit. <laughs> so that's how I started to teach. And I love teaching, um, but again, found myself in that rut of, working eight till six to be honest you know in the school signing my life away with contracts and I knew there was something else out there so I found myself again in this position of needing to go through a transition and again figuring out what my purpose is I'm like I don't know what I'm supposed to do in my life uh, and I went on so many self-discovery journeys like checked myself into so many retreats here in Thailand to go within and discover what that is and nothing was working I'm like, is there some, is, do I not have a purpose? Do I not, am I not meant for anything? <laughs> um, so what I want to say is like, this is a journey, you know, and sometimes it's just not going to come to you, like you said, in a light bulb moment. And you have to go through these stepping stones and transitions. So what I did was, what am I, I kind of just went back a little bit and I was like, what can I do right now? It might not be my passion. It might not be, you know, my dream. But what can I do right now? What are my existing skills? And that was writing. I really enjoyed writing. It brought me joy and it was something that I could make money with. So I just focused on that. 
and I started a writing business, like a freelance writing business. And I built that up um, uh, over about six months. So in regards to teaching, you have to sign a year contract every time. And uh, this, that kind of job. And it actually worked really well because it was that motivation that I needed to get out. I feel like if you're in a job and it's permanent, but there's no contract, so to speak, you feel like, oh, okay, I have time. I have time to make this work and I have time to get my things in order. And the next thing you know, five years later, you're still in that same position. And you're like, why have I not made any moves towards what I want to do? So the fact that I had six months and I had then to make the decision whether I sign another year contract to stay in the school or I leave, that lit a fire up my ass, quite literally. And so I worked, like I, I worked hard, like in the evenings and the weekends, to try and build up this business to the point where I'm able to take it full time. And I did. In a in, in long story short, um, I just got through it and I, I, I got out of teaching and it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And, you know, you've transitioned from one thing to another. You try things out. Like I tried out social media marketing. I was like, oh, this seems quite interesting. I got into it and I was like, oh, no, not for me. And that's Same. Okay. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, so, Sammy. How did you um, how did you start that business? How did you go about f um, finding your first client? Because I think that is always so interesting. And for me, that was a journey in itself. And I am absolutely sure that I did not take the best route to do this. <laughs> so I'm very <laughs> curious how you did that. Okay, so when it comes to finding clients, again, I had to go back to being in the right mindset. Uh, it's about I think I feel and I see a lot of like my clients, for example, the reason why they come to me is because they're not able to find clients. They're doing it one way. I don't want to say the wrong way, but they're doing it one specific way, which is just apply for everything and be everything to everyone and just send out that kind of desperate energy. Someone please hire me. You know, I just want to get started with this. That was definitely me. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people try that strategy and you know, it might work for some, but most of the time it doesn't work because, you know, there are a lot of people now on a remote work journey trying to get started. Um, and so I, a lot of people come to me with them. They're like, they have this desperate energy and they might try for a week or two and then they're like, oh, it's not working. It's not working. It's not meant for me. I'm just going to give up. So I always feel like stepping outside your comfort zone um, and consistency is also really important. But for me, it's kind of knowing figuring out what knowing what you're offering and who to you know and getting really specific about that but not too specific because I'm all about niching down but not completely when you're just starting out but for me it was like okay I'm going to do some writing and I want to focus on this type of industry I feel like with my clients I always encourage them what works for me is looking at your internal networks so my first client was someone that I already knew Because you'd be surprised who in your internal networks actually needs some, someone like you, whatever you're offering, whether it's writing, social media marketing, podcast editing, whatever that is, you'd be surprised what business owners in your internal networks actually need your services or whatever. So I just kind of got out of my comfort zone. I put it out there like, hey, you know, I, I'm... Uh, doing some writing projects. I was a bit too frightened to say that I'm a writer now. 
I was like, I'm doing a bit of a writing project. Does anybody out there need some support? Um, I'd love to hear from you, work with you. And so be it someone in my, in my internal networks uh, needed some writing support, needed some blog articles. So I started working with them. And it just kind of went from there, really. And, and a few other people started to reach out and like, hey, you know, I heard your writing I could do with some, you know, support with this, support with that. And so I was doing that for like my first few clients all came from my internal networks, whether it's through my social media or just my, just the people that I knew already in turn, like around me. Uh, and then that's when I started to niche down and really focus on one specific industry. And what I feel like blew up my freelance business and my, my writing career was that I honed in on a specific industry and it was the wedding industry. So I was like, I am going to be the best content writer for the wedding industry possible. And I had one client that I was working with who was a wedding photographer, and she had a very healthy network. So I said to her, like, I'm specializing writing for the wedding industry. And you just have to be, have that confidence to tell your clients, like, hey, I'm specializing in this industry now. If you have any of your networks, of, of your, like, you know, anyone in your network that needs a writer needs content marketing needs editing like this is my virtual business card you're very welcome to send them through um and at the time i didn't offer any kind of um like bonus for that client but that's something i highly suggest to my clients now that if you're working with clients tell them if they refer to others to offer them like a little discount or something like that but my work spoke for itself. My client really loved working with me. And so she started to spread the word. And word of mouth marketing is like the best type of marketing. So all of a sudden, my, in, my emails, my inbox was just, just full of people just reaching out to me wanting a content writer. And I was like, this is it. All right, let's just hone in on this and go with this. And I feel like that's what really got me to where I needed to be in order to take it full time. Yeah, I see. I think these are some really great tips. Um, yeah, using your network and uh, getting referrals in from existing clients, that is probably the easiest way to get clients. So I think that's super smart. Um, so how was that transition then going from your freelance career to uh, coaching? Why did you decide to move over to coaching? Okay, so... My freelance career served me so well. I mean, it was the stuff of dreams. I was finally a digital nomad. It was something I've always wanted. I got out of teaching and I was able to travel and do whatever I wanted and have my own schedule. And I was very clear about that. I, that's why I never went for a remote job. I always wanted to stay freelance because I wanted that control over my schedule and my time. And I feel like a job is quite restrictive in that, ma in that manner. So I was doing that for a couple of years and absolutely loved it. But again, those feelings started to come up for me where it's like, but this isn't your, isn't your purpose. This isn't it, you know, but I was absolutely okay with going through these stepping stones because that's what you need to do sometimes um, to get to where you want to be. I feel like people try to take this giant leap and they just can't get their foot up there. And that's because they need a stool. They need a stepping stone in order to get up there, you know. Um, so, again, went back into this kind of self-discovery journey of, like, where do I move from here? 
And I'm one of these people I constantly need to be growing. I constantly need to be, you know, feeling like I'm achieving and, and growing in life. And I feel like if we're not growing and we're stagnant, then that's when we get stuck. Then feelings of, of being stuck come up for us when we're not growing. So again, I found myself in this position of like, how do I move from here? And I definitely have a teacher's heart. I thinking back to my teaching days and how much I loved just educating. I loved educate education. I'm very passionate about education. I feel like that is the be all and end all. If we don't have education, we have nothing. So that is like a deep rooted passion of mine. And I also just love to support people. I love, love, love to help people. And I feel like a lot of people were coming to me at that point saying, oh, you live the life of my dreams. Like, how do you do it? How can I do it? Um, and I found myself really wanting to help these people because I was there seven years ago. I was, I was there, you know, in that discontentment of feeling stuck and stagnant and not feeling like there's anything more to life. And this is it. And I was I've just felt this big passion coming over me of like, I really, really want to support these people to leave whatever's going on for them, whether it's the nine to five job that they don't like, whether it's just that discontented feeling that they know there's more. Um, and I just dived into there. I just was helping some friends to begin with. And, and I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is my calling. And as soon as I leant into that, it was almost like God was like, finally, <laughs> you found it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> and it's been, it's been a whirlwind ever since. It's been an absolute dream that I get to do this every day. And it's something that I'm just, just really, really blessed to be in this position where I'm, I get given that honor of helping people figure out what's next for them in life. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. I would appreciate it even more if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That way, more people can find this podcast, more people can hear the inspiring stories that we're sharing, and the more people we can impact for the better. So thank you so much if you are going to leave a review. I really appreciate you. And I will see you in the next episode.